So this is how Liberty dies. With thunderous applause. guys we're back another episode of women of the wills mando mythos i am Nettie, and i am not joined today with my usual co-host for this segment uh megan she was not able to make it but we are finally joined again <laughs> to my elusive co-host <laughs> hi so if you guys don't you, you, okay, you guys should remember, our longtime listeners will remember her from our Revenge of the Sith Part 1 that we never finished uh, podcast, <laughs> which we will get around to. Um, but yeah, Molly was here for that, and so she's back again, finally. Hi. Yeah. No, I, I'm i just happy to be joining again, but hopefully um, hopefully everybody had a happy holiday, and you know, it kind of slows down a little bit after that, so that that should be good. We can uh, focus on whatever's coming next too. Now that we're in this lull. Yep. Lull. And then talking, talking about coming next. Um, some of you listening right now may be wondering where's the rise of Skywalker episode. Uh, well, we haven't gotten around to that yet. Um, <laughs> we are trying to number one, all coordinate and get together. And number two, uh, process <laughs> still. And yeah, yeah, just uh, some of us are trying to get around to a few more viewings in one so we can uh, understand what uh, what happened. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Uh, I mean, I have I good thoughts and I have not good thoughts about it. That's all I'm going to say. But I just I think it's I think it'll be interesting, though, uh, because I think there's going to be some differing opinions about it. Um, Definitely. Not, not in a bad way necessarily, but I mean, it's, you know, everyone knows all of the continuing drama around it right now. So Let's eventually. This way. Not all of us 100% hate this movie. <laughs> no, that's a really nice way to put it, but it's okay. No, I don't think any of us 100% hate it. There was parts of it that we did enjoy, but we'll, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> There's no Star Wars movie that I'm like, there's something wrong with each movie, so it's a <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. Last Jedi, of course. Except you know, Last perfection. Jedi. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. You get a gold. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. So continuing, um, we are going to 
for this episode be doing our last segment of Mando Mythos for this season. Um, we've been covering every episode so far, and this is going to be obviously our last one because the season finale came out. And let me tell you, it slapped. It <laughs> absolutely slapped. That I, was like, I, felt, I don't know what it is about Mandalorian. Um, I don't react when I watch shows. Like, I just, Ooh. I don't. I do. I don't react. <laughs> no, okay. So I, I only do it. No, no, I don't do anything. I, do. I just sit there. I sit there quietly and I just, I'm like halfway on my phone, not, you know, but for some reason with Mandalorian, I actually find myself gasping and covering my mouth. You know, it's like, I didn't have to actually cover my mouth, <laughs> but like, like all muffled. But um, no, I, this episode had me like, just, I think I gasped like probably like three times, which for me, that's the equivalent of like, crying throughout an episode or something to have such a reaction the show is just I can't say enough good things about it and this episode was just the perfect finale it is so so good and like usually when you have like a a tv show it's like a slow start it's a slow beginning and you know it builds gradually and I feel like with this it was just like not not a steady line but more of like a bump 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 each time it got better like With, like, and, you know, there were some episodes, like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Me, like, you guys remember from our episode five podcast, I did not <laughs> care for that one at all. But, there, you know, there's still a lot of the good stuff in it. And overall, I would give this, uh, give this show 10 out of 10. I mean, it was, yeah, just, it was really, really good. And I'm very glad that it, <laughs> it has come out. So as a whole um we'll talk about the episode itself in a minute but as I was saying like and I know definitely because me and Megan when we talk about this every time we literally say this every time like what we thought this show was going to be is so not anything that it has been and I personally I love that but I want to know what you think um of the show as a whole oh I mean, absolutely. I actually, um, I wasn't excited. Well, I mean, I was excited, of course, for new Star Wars content, especially for a live action. Um, and with all of the technology that's at, you know, Disney's hands now to make it less um, like cheesy looking, I guess. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah. the first thing I watched on Disney Plus was Xenon, and I was watching the, like, <laughs> the horrible um, green screen, like, technology Mm -hmm. that they were using back then and I'm just like oh my god it's so cringe and we just we didn't get that with this show and so that's like you know that was the first thing that I noticed but this wasn't something that I was like diehard excited about I mean to be honest when we had triple force Friday all I cared about was Rise of Skywalker I didn't care Mm -hmm. about Fallen Order because I only have a Nintendo I only have a Switch and I really didn't care about Mandalorian and it's so funny how now that show I mean I knew I was going to enjoy it no matter what but it's so funny how like that the show just became so uh important to me and I think all of us thought that you know eh, I don't really care about it I mean I distinctly remember several people on Twitter saying like I'm not even going to bother watching it and now they're yeah. just, you know, everyone's just like a diehard fan it just I don't know it's so good it's just so well done and it's just so light-hearted while it's also gritty and dark. <laughs> yeah. And just, ugh, they found this perfect balance that you don't always get in shows. I love it. They, they really did. And talking in terms of like, okay, you mentioned like pre, you know, talking about this show before it even came out. It was like, 
I remember we had a discussion. Um, are we going to do a Mandalorian, like, you know, pre-talk, you know, show about it? And I'm just like, okay, but there's nothing to talk about because like <laughs> I sat there and I watched the celebration panel um, for Mandalorian and I'm like, are they going to say anything about this show? I'm like, I, I, I was watching it for mainly, I was just watching it for Pedro Pascal and Gina. Who and I was like, Who oh, like I love the way they're talking about this show, but I want to know what it's about. Like, you're not really telling me it's a guy in armor. And I'm like, that's all I know. Like, okay. Yeah. He's Mandalorian. That's it. And He's Boba Fett. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, it's Boba Fett, you know, and all that. And I'm yeah, just like, no. okay, stop. Yeah, because, like, okay, here's my thing. I love Mandalorians, but the literally the only Mandalorian that the general audience knows about is Boba Fett, and I can't yep. stand Boba Fett. So I it's like... either. Yeah, and I still remember that amazing tweet that you put out, like, real... Yeah. <laughs> what was, <laughs> it was it? a long time ago. Real men um, have more in their collections than Boba Fett, something like that. Um, so great. But... I was like, that's yeah. That's the norm like, for men. Yeah. And, you know, that's okay. You know, I'm not putting, throwing shade on you for yeah. enjoying Boba Fett if you do love him. But I personally just don't care for him. But I, I was like, they're not telling us what this show's about. And it really left a gap in there. So, like, you know, we would, like, mention, you know, like, you know, news updates and stuff like that, you know, from an occasionally when we would record. But it was like there was no substance that we could actually latch yeah. on to, to what this show was about. And suddenly it became clear when in the last few seconds of the first episode it's like oh dude and it's like Gina this is actually really good Gina had uh Gina Carano uh, Carano how do you say their last, her last name I forgot you would know more you, than me <laughs> I, I don't remember how it's spelled but Gina Carr or something okay um oh by the way <laughs> shout out to her by the way because representation first Latina Mexican woman in any Star Wars thing, they've all been dudes, which you know I've been okay with. But it's like, okay, where am I? Where are my Latinas at? And it's like, there she is. You know, like so. She's happy. amazing. Yeah, she's Mexican too. And so like, so am I. And I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god, she's amazing. She's <laughs> so amazing. Like I, I feel so attached to her. Um, Dude. just as a female, like, she, oh my god, they wrote her character so well. I'm so, you know me. I am so happy when people get representation too. That makes me so incredibly happy that this like like this awesome like oh my god this episode you see her like at her most um like this was her peak episode yeah it really was like, yeah I was trying to say it without like cursing I was, right I was like she's just so I get kicked it but yeah so kick butt that's fine but yeah it's just like you know now we understand you know what this show's about and it's like okay yeah we're latched on you you sold us and oh, it's yeah. really popular with, you know, like the general audience as well are all watching this, which is, you know, going to be really important with what we talk about in a second um, with the ending of this episode. But it'll, it was, it's a great show. And I'm so happy yeah. that this season was what it was spectacular and as stunning as yeah. it was. Okay, so let's actually get to talking about the episode. Itself. <laughs> it's right. an hour of us just saying, I just really love the Mandalorian. Just gushing about the Mandalorian and character biceps. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll do that in a minute. All right. So, <laughs> Redemption. That, the title 
of this episode was redemption. And as soon as that flashed on the screen, I was like, oh my God. Uh, he was like triggered. <laughs> I was like triggered. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, uh, I was a bit triggered. I was like, oh, yeah. interesting timing. Interesting. But um, that happened. But it's, no, it does reflect, you know, what happens in this episode um, very well, I feel like. And this episode... If you didn't know already, well, now you're going to go like, ah, I should have known that, was directed by Taika Waititi, who you yes. can tell from the very beginning of the episode with the uh, banter that the stormtroopers were having at the very beginning. I'm like, he, this is him. Uh, <laughs> he is just... Literally him. Oh, my God. He is amazing. Um, that was... That banter um, just... The, ugh, I love humor in Star Wars. I'm not one of those fans that's like, you know, get the humor out. I want the seriousness Damn. of it. And um, that that humor is like exact. He did it in such a good way because mm-hmm. you could do it so incorrectly. But I mean, it's Taika Waititi. He's, he can do anything. So okay. it was just... Okay. Uh, <laughs> he, and the, and the, like, um, I saw on Twitter when he shakes the... Um, uh, the blaster near his ear, it's like distinctly the sound of a uh, like spray paint can rattling. Like that's what they used for it. Yeah. So you can like, like go back and listen to it. You can just see. And so I knew that was all I knew about this episode other than the ending, unfortunately, <laughs> going into it. I was like paint can and ending. But um, mm-hmm. and when I heard it, I was just so delighted. It was just like, I mean, that part would have been perfect had they not you know punched the baby but oh, yeah that happened I was like I think these guys are funny I'm cool with them what did you just do no you just hear, you just hear the little baby just go, just like going, yeah it's I'm so like what I sat there and I was like no they did not and they did it again and yeah like, and again no stop and I'm like somebody they need to die and then here comes IG-11 rolling up and it's like I'm a nurse droid. Give me my child. I thought, you know, I really thought the way that they presented, because we really only got this nurse droid uh, really just for a little bit more than like an episode and a half. And I thought that that I was, I felt this excitement because I was like, the gang's getting together. We're getting this, you know, the group together and he's going to be part of it. Just like this really funny, you know, I love the funny droids. Like, um, Mm -hmm. K2SO in Rogue One is yeah yeah, my favorite like absolutely you know I have a lot of opinions on Rogue One but like K2SO L3 I love funny droids and I really I was I was you know I was bummed but I this was a good Mm -hmm. bit of um like camaraderie and And humor there was was that barrier though from the beginning that they'd have to eventually overcome with the Mandalorian not liking uh droids um yeah going for ig11 himself um and that's that's addressed like really well here but i was talking to um uh, i'll address it later i won't say it right now okay <laughs> but, um, okay so ig11 when he rolls up and he's like uh hand over the child um i am it's a nurse <laughs> caregiver thing and the stormtroopers are like basically like no and he's just like are, so are you saying that you're not giving me the child back and they're just like <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, okay, <laughs> and then breaks the guy's wrist, uh, slams the other guy repeatedly onto the speeder, and then it turns to the child and is just like, sorry, you had to see that. <laughs> and the bitch is just like, ah. <laughs> he's seen worse. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, he get burned. 
and shot and thrown off things. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's, fine. he's, he's been rolling around in the desert. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He survived in that bag um, without being fed or had having any water. That was like my favorite part was that stormtrooper who just kept saying like, well, shouldn't we check on it? He just really wanted to see it. I would have been like that too. I would have been trying everything I could to see the adorable little baby. Yeah. But, I was like, what is it? I don't know. It's probably a pet. I'm like, it's <laughs> <laughs> <just> okay. <laughs> but yeah, IG-11, uh, I mean, that, this is a fun, it was a fun opening, as horrible as it is to see, you know. Yeah. I, I hesitate saying the child, because I don't like how that sounds, but I also don't like saying Baby Yoda. I so. don't either, so it's like... I'm I don't know what to call it. The asset, so it's the child. <laughs> <laughs> it's the child for me. The child. Or the green boy. I don't know. The green it. boy. Green baby, Aww. green boy. I don't know. Something like that. Green bean. Bean. Green bean. I think that's what we all were calling it for a while, too. Yeah. Um, green yeah, bean. Imagine and my then, surprise. Um, Yodito. <laughs> imagine my surprise when we got this sign at the, at the store that said, the child is coming. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it says the child is coming because people keep coming in. Sorry, this is a sidebar, but um, I don't think, I don't know if I've tweeted about this, but like it, nobody, everybody's coming in asking for baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm ever in the Rise of Skywalker slash it's like bare bones Mandalorian now, I mean, there's almost nothing left for Mando and um, not that there was a lot to begin with, right. but if I'm over in that section, because I find myself like drifting over there anyway, someone will always come up to me and be like, do you have baby? And I, like, I'm at the point now where I'm just like, no, the <laughs> child has not arrived yet. <laughs> yeah. And so the sign, I'm going to, I like, I've been, hold, I've held the sign in the store before. And I think it's so funny that it just, yeah, it, everybody is obsessed. Um, and I think that's, it's so funny that this little puppet is like, that's what really, really helps. Cultural phenomenon. Like, I, yeah. Happy 2019 really? into 2020. <laughs> so right. Anyway, sorry for that sidebar. We were talking about IG-11. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. And, okay, so I think it trans- from here we transition back to uh, the Mandalorian, Griff Karga, and Cara Dune hold up uh, in the, uh, mm. I guess it's, I guess it's technically a cantina. But I think so. This is right after um, Moff Gideon ordered the entire decimation of the whole building that they were in. And um, the client, Werner Herzog's character, is presumably dead. I think he's dead. Um, and they're pretty much just hiding out in there. And Moff Gideon is kind of like yelling, like, you know, these are these are my terms and all this junk. And, <laughs> yeah. and Groove Karg is like, maybe we should listen to him. Kara is like, no, <laughs> he's imperial. I'm a rebel. I don't do that. I love that they say imp. Imp makes me so imp. happy. Imp sounds so funny. Oh my gosh. And they're like, okay, there has to be a way out of here. And the Mandalorian's like, wait, sewers. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> but he's like, there's, you know, the Mandalorian's underground thing. And it's, it's in this, there's like a sewer system that leads to it. And so he's trying to find a way to get out. And meanwhile, I thought this was hilarious. I got this the first time watching it, but Grief Karga, remember I said they're in a cantina, right? Grief Karga is mm-hmm. over there downing a few shots of whatever. Yeah. Just, you know, like, just sitting there like, you know what? If this is I love, I know. On Earth, I'm going to make it count. 
yeah no that's it's just like shot after shot and then he's like fine the whole time too it's great no he's doing what I don't know like 50% of myself would want to do in that moment too pretty much cantinas are always a good place to be when you're uh being attacked so (laughs) um but yeah I this part was another I mean this whole episode was exciting but this whole part was like um really um sorry it was really exciting for me because um we got backstories and we got them so rapidly but at the same time it was done so well I don't know um oh and I did want to talk about that for a second because that does come up right here the backstory thing for the Mandalorian in particular Mm -hmm. um because they're the Moff Gideon ends up and he's shouting out their full names you know Kara (laughs) a dude of Alderaan and I I literally, I, scr- oh there. my God. I was Dude. like, did I miss something in a prior episode? What did I, cause I really, I legitimately thought that maybe I had missed like in her introduction because I was like, nobody else is freaking out about this. They can't be, I'm freaking out about it though. I'm absolutely freaking out. Like, yeah. no, it wasn't mentioned in the prior episode. Okay. Like, I've I seen sure. the episodes with Kara are like my favorites. Like the last two. Oh, yeah. Like I've yeah. seen them over and over again and like, no, it's not mentioned. And that is like, so cool. Oh, oh, I literally so like, cool. I wish I would have videotaped my reaction for that. I was screaming, but that was one of my gasping moments. Was like, I, I was just floored because you just don't expect to hear that at all. Um, and ugh, I perfect. mean, like, it's does perfect. it explain a lot of her? You know, I don't you know kind of like this the attitude that she has I guess like on life it's kind of more like you know hardcore just live fast young kind of thing you know it's like you know yeah my planet's kind of gone so you know what else exactly all she has is the rebel alliance and she had to leave that and now she's you know kind of bouncing around on her own and it's like hmm it makes me sad and but yeah so like you know you never really think about it she's just kind of out there like you know bouncing around on her own because she doesn't have anything anymore and the mandalorian this is okay okay so first of all in this moment several few hundred fanfics were all retcon (laughs) spelling wise because Din Jaren's name is not spelled the way that we thought it was. <laughs> How did you think it was spelled? D-Y-N-J-A-R-R-E-N. Because in that, there was an, oh, an interview right. way earlier um, in, the, in this, I think, like a few months ago, um, where Pedro does actually mention this character's name. And in yeah. the article, it's spelled that way. So I guess that's where everybody had gotten it from. And literally in all these fan fics and stuff like that. And now everyone's like, I was on them the other day. And it's like, everyone's like, I am working on fixing the name problem right now. (laughs) No, it's on all of them. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And then the, um, the flashback that we keep getting of almost like this kind, not necessarily Rush Alon like The Last Jedi, but more like a, um, I, 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 there's a word for it, but it escapes me. It basically, he just keeps reliving this moment over and over again because you know, it was yeah. a extremely traumatic moment in his life. And 
we get to see a little more of it each time. And it's always when he's on this planet. And usually it's been when he's with the armorer. And we talked mm-hmm. about um, magic forges and, you know, him being rude, confronting the past um, every time. Because when he went down there to the armorer, because as a Mandalorian, he would be down there. The armor would be being remolded. And armor is literally, the Mandalorians are their armor. Yeah. And so it's literally him being reforged and he's revisiting this thing every time. And here it breaks that. And I thought that was really interesting. I'm just like, oh, okay. That was a lot of backstory. It was more than I was expecting. Um, It was a lot. It was a lot more than I was expecting. And I felt like I was watching like a (laughs) combination. Stupid. This is not a criticism. I felt like I was watching this combination of like, it was Rogue One and Transformers. And like, uh, what's that movie that there's this movie I didn't like that. Um, had like a rope I think it was district nine or something it's just like it had this like end of the world feeling um Mm. I don't know yeah Yeah. like the whole flashback part especially like um but I felt like it was a little bit of rogue one but mostly just because it's a child being pushed into the the ground I was like man okay we're going there again star wars okay oh because it's a repeated theme of like because that happens over and over again parents you know saving their children yeah and it's star much. wars man sacrifices <laughs> but uh yeah um i also was because this time you get to see because we had seen the battle droid you know that opens the thing mm-hmm. before um before this flashback started though the mandalorian said that he knew moff gideon from before and yeah. when the hatch opens and the battle droid's there because we never had gotten past the point where the battle droid is like right in front of the kid we never gotten past that. So it's like, mm-hmm. obviously the kid gets saved somehow, but how? And I'm like, okay, we're going to see that this time. And we did, we see there's a Mandalorian standing right there and uh, uh, taking down that battle droid and helping the kid out. And I was just thinking to myself, cause like, I don't know if it's implied that that, I don't know. I want to know what you think about that first. Wait, uh, what? What do you mean? Like, okay, maybe implied. I should go ahead and say it. All right. So when he, before this flashback started, like I said, he said he knew Moff Gideon from before. And when that flashback mm-hmm. happens, you're meant to think, okay, this is going to show us Moff Gideon from before because that's oh. really what he just said. So is Moff Gideon that Mandalorian that shot the battle droid? I didn't, Nettie, I didn't, you're so, <laughs> I didn't even go there. No, because like, go there. that was my first I, thought. My first I saw it. I was like, smart. I'm like, is that? No, him? I'm basic. <laughs> Well, because, like, to me, it was meant to imply, because, like, as soon as he said that, and then the flashback happens, you have a flashback, you say, I knew him from before, you have a flashback, you're gonna die in the flashback, I would think. I'm the worst. I didn't see him in there, though, I was, like, half expecting him to come out, and I'm like, no, but he was an an ISB commander, according to the Mandalorian, so it's, like, an ISB commander wouldn't be in Mandalorian armor, but because of that whole you haven't gotten to this point yet in rebels molly hasn't seen rebels all the way yeah through. just in case anyone uh, doesn't know yeah. this um so that's 11 I'm explaining. episodes in i think yeah it's 11 <laughs> you'll get there you'll get there um but in season three uh, in the mandalorian arc where um the commandos are all there there are mandalorians working with the empire so he could be a remnant of that 
Moff Gideon could have been a Mandalorian that was working with the Empire, but he didn't really have like a uniform kind of thing going on if that was him. So I don't know. That's so smart. But, That's so uh, smart. <laughs> Nettie, I, I'm the worst. Well, I, how do I have a degree in English? Because I didn't <laughs> read that at all. I was watching. I was watching it, and I was like. I was like, he's faceless and he's saving him. Right. Look at him go. And that's yeah. as far as I got. I was, I mean, I, I do that sometimes though. That's why like, I love, um, that's why I love Raylo so much. It's cause like right. you guys like open my eyes even more. Um, but well, yeah, that didn't like, even occur to me. Okay. So, cause here's, okay. I'm trained to like, look at like everywhere I look I see art so it's like art is like you know I have to translate it and I have to work yeah. my brain you know and I, I do That's that all true. the time like That's I'm in university right now and I'm about to graduate and it's like I just do it without thinking and like you know I do film studies and it's like we're supposed to like you know think on our feet like that so I mean I don't yeah. know but it's yeah and also my whole timeline here is kind of also messing with my head as well because if he was an ISB officer and if he was in that flashback Technically, the Empire wasn't around then, or was it? Because was that during the Purge? Because mm. battle droids and then the ships that are separatists are there. So presumably this is during the Clone Wars, but is this during that time, during the Purge, the Jedi Purge is happening? Is this the Great mm. Purge that the Mandalorians keep talking about? I don't know. <sighs> so the flat is the flashback. Mm. I don't know. And also he's not... Mandalorian as in Mandalorian from the planet. Right, right. Yeah. So that's right. something else to keep in mind too. So wherever this is that this struggle is going on in this flashback is presumably not Mandalore. Right, no. And the whole time, you know, I had thought that it was until he said that he wasn't, you know, he was right. ad adopted in, um, which is obviously becomes super important towards the end. I mean, I'm sure that we'll learn more with the flashbacks oh, yeah. being so like integral to um his character because it's the only time we see his face until this episode even though we know what he looks like i mean we don't need to see his face we know mm -hmm. like he's so expressive somehow with that mask mm -hmm. but i'm we have to learn more about it i'm sure it was just like yeah that's a good point i don't know where exactly in the timeline it would fall yeah for those like, flashbacks i'm seriously trying to figure it out yeah <laughs> like it's, it's bothering me and I, I must, <laughs> but I'm a timeline person. Okay. Like I have, yeah, I was going to say, if anyone can figure it out, it's you, Nettie. I have the book on my shelf, like the whole encyclopedia thing. There's like this fold out like timeline thing. That's like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I have that one. It's like, I refer to it like constantly. I used to have it on my wall before I moved and then I just never put it back up, but I need to put it back up. Um, but yeah, so so that happens, and I guess moving on from that flashback, unless you, did you have anything more you wanted to say about that? Mm-mm. Okay. No. Except so, I liked, I liked him lifting off. It yeah. just made me happy. It was like, fly, fly away, and he flies away. It was so cute. Like, I'm not going to lie, I was. Like, hugging. They fly now. No, I'm sorry. I did too. I said it too. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, I just, I love, I've been quoting it, like, nonstop, because I, I'm, I'm, I'm a child. I love, uh. I am. I love stuff like that. So yeah, that was the first thing I thought. Um, and it was almost silly looking, but I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Moving on though. I just had to get that in there. <laughs> it was cute. It was, it was, it's fake in the yeah. face, so it's cute. But <laughs> the next uh, part, they end up engaging in yet another shootout with Moff Gideon and 
they end up pressing in, putting on more, you know, pressure on the, on the cantina where they're mm-hmm. holed up. And uh, two flame troopers are sent in there. Meanwhile, here comes IG-11 <laughs> riding through on the speeder with the baby strapped to him, blasters <laughs> out. And just shooting ah. up the town, and then all of a sudden his middle half rotates, and he's like shields the baby, and then just I like, know, yeah, that's what exactly. I was thinking. I was like, why is he exposing the baby? And like, then before that happens, there's a shot of the baby, and he's just like, ah, he's like enjoying. That was okay. No, that was actually I referenced that like the, I think like yesterday I was talking. No, like the other day I was telling some someone who hasn't seen the episode yet. I was like, no, if you want to hear um, like baby cooing in this season it is in this episode it's that yeah. moment because it's like oh my god it's so stinking cute my heart and it's like ah, it's so cute my heart i can't handle it oh my god but yeah that was that was a great great sequ- that was a great sequence i've been telling like, my family i need no other child than baby yoda <laughs> That's i don't need, yeah same <laughs> the pre-order the talking or the one that like it blinks yep. or something yeah <laughs> and they end up being able to get into the stronghold where they're being kept uh ig and the baby and the troopers are all coming in flame <laughs> throwers and all this stuff and din ends up getting hurt and then <laughs> it's then it's baby's turn Baby gets up and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna save the day one more time." <laughs> Even though it, it exhausts me. Even though, listen, I'm tired. Okay, I am like <laughs> less than two feet tall, but I'm gonna stay while you're behind. I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna stop this fire with my six fingers that I have, and just so cute. holds back the flames. And like all the rest of them are just back there, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. And it was visually absolutely beautiful, but um, yeah. if you really think about it, the baby is killing the stormtroopers. It's like kind of funny and odd. Yep. And baby commits murder. <laughs> but the baby's, I mean, well, we don't even know how old. Um, do we? We don't know. He could be pulling their leg and be like fully mature. Oh my like, god! Like, there's like an act. No, there's like an actual real life story like that. Like, I was listening to it on my favorite oh, murder. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, oh yeah. God. It's like the girl that, that was like 12, or but she was 18 or something like that. That's wow. Maybe <laughs> we just discovered oh Baby Yoda's backstory. It's just lying. <laughs> <Season two> spoilers. <laughs> he was he was just trying to get um like a free ride into space. It's okay. A free ride and someone to change my diaper because I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen that part yet. <laughs> Why haven't we seen that? Like, uh, the swaddling. Anyone, okay, okay. If anyone's going to give it to us, it's going to be Bryce Dallas Howard or Tyka doing yeah. the diaper change. So please. <laughs> It'll be redheaded time. queen Bryce Dallas Howard. Loved her episode. Uh, I've seen that episode, I think, 12 times and counting. It's the only one that I've watched um, twice, but I never have free time. But well, because like I have it playing in the background, like when I yeah, because it's like such a besides all the raiding and pillaging that the pirates do, it's a peaceful episode. Like you know, like mostly. So it's like I love it a lot. Um, But anyway, getting back to the episode. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, flames, baby, baby force powers, and sewer entry. Like yeah, but. 
and then all this stuff with um Kara is like oh. get up I'm not leaving you I'm not no. leaving you and I'm like ah. she's so wonderful though she's yeah. like the kind of, I'm sorry I don't okay. know what they're so, I, she's like the kind of like friend that everyone wants um I don't yeah. even know I know that like not everyone I'm sure people are like shipping them too I I'm not at that I'm stage not. Mm-mm. um I don't I don't no. you know it's just like it's more of like it's a like the kind of right yeah 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 like yeah and like definitely like I don't think that the the um the it's a respect are, I don't think the directors are intending that either because like the contrast between you know the setup and the shots and everything mm-hmm. like visually versus what we saw with the Mandalorian yeah and Mera, which was definitely put to like yeah they're interested in each other um yeah very different so she's like i'm not gonna leave you and like telling him over and over again and he's like telling her like go i'll be okay go like i like let me have a warrior's death and i'm like oh i know (sighs) that's what and that's what gets her because she's so tough and she gets it and she's just like you know what you're right this is what you deserve goodbye like that's what does it um goodbye and then she turns to ig11 and it's kind of like (laughs) get him out of here (laughs) yeah like you fix this well i didn't realize until after this part when he's um had the bacta sprayed on him and everything um i didn't realize i guess she was communicating to ig11 that um he what you know like she wasn't giving up on him she knew he was going to be healed enough and that she had to leave so that the helmet could be taken off i didn't realize that in the moment i thought that it was like yeah you know she really thought she was saying goodbye to him and now i'm i'm not so sure right yeah i can i think you can read it both ways because i saw it that way the second time i saw it so yeah yeah and then also she takes the the child with her and like can we just talk about how I, I know you're gonna love that she's not like this motherly kind of like yeah like no but she softens she softens she, she's like she does but it's like she's like I don't do I don't do baby care I don't yeah. do that and it's like that's fine like you know good because yeah. like you know not everybody does and it's like that's that's okay that's good and I'm like I'm glad that we're kind of like seeing that because it's not like you know the whole I can't stand it when people are just like women are natural nurturers yeah like and it's just like no oh no her character is no her character doesn't like that's not the she's very much like she really does but at the same time it is so cute that like she gets more comfortable at least holding oh yeah the baby i think that that's i i mean you could have any character doing that but i i love seeing hard characters when in their soft moments and I think those, oh, yeah. this show does such a wonderful job of it um because that's literally all it is <laughs> they really you know, honestly I mean I was thinking about how um you know how we constantly talk about the female gaze um yeah. for the last Jedi and how you know that's really brought a lot of women into the fandom and I was like just thinking about um like knowing you know that we were going to do this episode I was driving home earlier and I was thinking about how um well why is this show so popular with us other than the baby? Well, I mean, that's part of it. It's like seeing the softer side um, and seeing Cara do so well-rounded without being overly, you know, I, I don't know. She's not overly like 
motherly or anything like that, but she's still right. so well-rounded and it's another part of the female gaze that we so desperately, you know, need in Star Wars. Exactly. I love her character so much. I, I could talk for hours about her. I literally could too. And I do talk for hours about her. <laughs> <laughs> and like talking about the, yeah, gaze and it's like, definitely the why it's so popular especially like because every time I like all my female friends absolutely love this show and I've asked them like why do you like it so much is like because like you, they, some of them don't even like like the regular other Star Wars stuff they're just like they mm-hmm. just like this and like why do you like it so much just out of curiosity and they're just like Mandalorian big soft boy yeah. armor and it's just like yeah, but like that's yeah. we're gonna eat that up. So I mean, yeah. they know what they're doing. It's so and I know, but it's in like, such a good way. Especially like the moments where he's just like, you see him like grab the baby, and like you're reminded of like huge, freakishly large man, <laughs> and then like the <laughs> teeny green thing, and it's like, oh. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what, but that's like that same feeling every time I see Cara Dune holding the baby too. I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, these like, I'm talking main characters, the same with IG. but yeah. No, it's, any, yeah, yeah, but I mean, even IG, I don't know. It's, it's every. No, I, I agree. Uh, it's I love it so much. like audiences are going to eat that up. Okay. Like <laughs> I feel, tar- I feel targeted and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in this uh, photo and I don't like it. <laughs> but <laughs> okay so go ahead sorry I just like derailed it um because we hadn't even gotten to his helmet being taken off and right okay so I knew it was gonna happen did you I I actually um I thought they were gonna hold off on it because it's such a really because I thought that's a good way to go into into season two is that you keep people wanting to know more See, okay, but they do it in a way to where it does still keep people wanting because of what IG-11 says, I'm not, you know, I'm Human, not a living yeah. thing, you know? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah, shown yeah. my face to another living thing. I'm not a living thing. And I'm like, I knew he was ah. going to say that. I knew he was going to say I that. I did too. But... I was literally like, I'm not a living thing. And he says, I'm yes. like, yes. <laughs> and so fulfilling. It really was. And I was wondering how it was going to go down because, like, to, for me, Personally, I was like, it has to happen at the end of the season because mm-hmm. that's like, it's been the question that's been bounced around like this whole time, a constant yeah. thing, like helmet, take it off. How are you going to take it off? Blah, 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 all this yeah. stuff, helmet, helmet, helmet. And I'm like, okay, so it has to come off, but how? And like, I was just like, please don't anyone, everyone force it off. Yeah, I was scared of that. If any kind of like shameful way, because it's like, yes, I want the helmet to come off, but don't. Don't do it at the expense of his, yeah. On his beliefs. Yeah. (laughs) Like, don't do that. And they didn't. And I was like, yes. This is good. Yeah. And it was like a really, (sighs) I just kind of sat there and was like, (sighs) like, oh my God, when it happened, because it's like, he's just like, he's hurt. And they take the mask off and he's like bleeding and it's like, uh, like you're just like oh my god like there's like a man under there like even though you already know it's like it's, yeah he's already become humanized through like the mm-hmm. actions and stuff that he's done but like now the general audience like seeing 
there's a man under there who can get beat up and get, you know, and die. Um, yeah. And bleed is under there. And that's yeah. an important reminder. No, it's, a, it's more meaningful. It is extremely important to have that helmet removed and in a way that doesn't, I mean, it's done in the most perfect way. Um, the only other way that they could have done it is if he was shown by himself removing it. Um, right. And I mean, not even the, not even the baby has seen, I mean, he's a living thing, but um, I was, I don't know. I thought it was going to be this, like, for some, I'm just, I'm such a (laughs) baby. I was like, he's just going to be like radiant and, you know, no, he's just looks like death. I mean, (laughs) terrible. (laughs) "Ah." I love you. But that was like, that was tough. That was tough. And his hair, he's all messed up. And like, he just looks like a sad it's human and yeah it's like, so it's so humanizing it really is and I was just like it's it's humbling you know I guess yeah like because like yeah like I like you know I, lo- I love I love Pedro Pascal and it's love. like <laughs> love him. and it's like I've been waiting for this moment for a long time and like when it happens yeah. and I'm just like Huh. <laughs> you can see but the not that he's making right now. <laughs> but not in a bad way. I was kind of like, hmm. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and for real. It's humanizing though, and that's the important thing about it. And like, he still looks good either way, bleeding or not. Whatever. Oh, I don't care. Duh. Fight me. Fight me. Uh, <laughs> oh no, no fighting. I'm, uh, I'm all in. Oh uh, yeah. And um, we need to get him in that uh. What is it called? Somehow, some way, he needs to end up wearing like a um, his costume from uh, what's it called when he was? What you talking about Game of Thrones? Yeah. Um, um, there's a lot of characters. Kind of like um, a bathrobe kind of thing he had going on. I know what you're talking. Yeah, it's oh. so hard for me because I I only watched the first two seasons, but I've read all the books. So yeah, oh, it's like, oh my god. How okay, am I forgetting his name? Uh, Oberon? No, not Oberon. Oberon Martell. Thank you. Yeah, Oberon yeah, yeah. Martell. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We need like a. He needs to like come out of the shower one day, just kind of like. Yes. Like, oh, that's what he's. That's what he's hiding um, behind back. all of the carbon, all of the uh, carbonite mm-hmm. freezing uh, people. It's like his. Uh, it's like his Lando's cape closet. Dude. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, a, mini one, a mini one for baby Yoda. Dress him in something other than a potato sack. <laughs> yes. Buy, okay. Buy him clothes. Buy him a proper toy. He can't just keep playing oh. the thing the whole time, okay? Like, he needs that. And he also, okay, I guess he got the crib thing fixed by Khalil. So that's, you know, one marked off. But, like, yeah. season two is definitely needs to have some lessons in parenting going on because, like, he still leaves the baby in the ship alone <laughs> he uh yeah so it's like he needs a little bit more i would say but it's a learning process you know no parent ever is like yeah i know everything how to do all this he's but, a single dad he really is he's trying he's a single dad he's trying he's his trying. best and we we love him for it we do can you imagine though they just go to like a parenting session thing and they're all just like sitting there single dad's parenting <laughs> <laughs> well I, and i know that um not everyone liked um oh the uh, you know which episode not everyone liked um it was was it six five which one was it that the least po- <laughs> the least popular episode oh um 
yeah, episode, was it five with uh, Pelly, the lady with the really curly hair? Yeah, I mm-hmm. love, yeah, I identified with her so much because I absolutely I would be her. like, you can't leave a baby in the ship. That's like exactly her. how I would have said, yeah, she, I need her back. Um, so she can just continue yelling at him with her bad, like, 80s hair. I adore her. I want a Funko of her. Good. Yes. Same. Bring her back, especially because Quill. We didn't even talk about him. <sighs> so Maybe Quill is for dead. A reason. <laughs> Quill is dead. Yeah. Um, oh, that was painful to see the, yeah. Those. <laughs> okay, so I watched this, uh, I watched this uh, show with my family. Um, and when we were watching the last episode, I had seen it before they did. And I went and I watched it with them when they were watching it for the first time. Usually we'll all sit down and watch it together, but the last one we didn't. And when Quill died, everyone, cause we were all at the dinner table watching it. And everyone's like, uh, <laughs> just kind of sitting there and they were like, fish oh. mouths open. And I'm just like, he's resting. <laughs> He's just He'll be a little hot. He's, gonna, He's a little steamy. And at the He's end of this episode, when he buries him in there, I'm just like, he's still resting. He's under rocks. He's buried, but he's still resting. He's just resting. You, he can't hear you. He's got his AirPods in. He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be fine. <laughs> Why is it? It's so funny. Again, this is the redemption episode because of the same way that we've been treating Razor Skywalker too. He'll be fine. He's sleeping. He's had a long day. You know. Yeah. No, it was really I didn't expect to feel as um sad as I did. I was heartbroken. Like Yeah. I literally sat there. I was like, oh my gosh. And I had seen it by myself, so I'm just sitting there kind of like Yeah. Cause usually like I have the opportunity to like freak out and like my family does it alongside me. So it's like, you know, we all have to each other. It's terrible. And it sounds wonderful. That happens. And it's like, and I just kind of started crying. I'm like, Oh my God, (laughs) he died. And you could definitely feel like the, the gap that it had like kind of that he kind of left um, in this next episode where we, uh, talking about after the Mandalorians, you know, his mask, you know, comes off and like they re- mm-hmm. reunite with uh, them underneath the sewers and they're all walking together. And it's just like, in that part, I'm like, they're all back together. What would Quill do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, what would Quill do? What would Quill do? <laughs> I mean, like, see, that's what I meant. Like the gang's together. I like, miss him. <laughs> I do too. It sucks knowing that we're not going to get him again. Um, it sucks losing two characters that within eight episodes you've become so attached to. Right. And you only see them like a few times. So it's like, yeah, you know, instant, instant love yeah. attachment. And they, yeah, but getting back to the episode, um, they meet up in the sewers no. and they make their way, keep walking and keep going and they stumble upon like this pile of helmets on the floor and this episode I did watch with my family and they're all just like, Oh my God, they're all dead. And I'm like, no. I think that I guess there too. I was like, <gasps> yeah. okay. So here's the thing. All right. Here I am again. I'm like, no, they're not dead. They all took their masks off. They're not dead. I'm like, this is just too perfect. They're all just like right here. They're not dead. And then sure enough, the armorer walks in. She's just like, they revealed themselves. I'm like, I told you, I told you. And it's like, I, I'm like, yes, I got it. And like, but like, 
because like to me it made sense because like that just happened with the Mandalorian you know taking his mask off even though he didn't reveal himself to anybody it was still mm-hmm. like that happened just now you see helmets on the floor and it's like yeah my line of thought was okay they, they ripped took, the helmets off they took them off and again it's it makes me sad though because like that they did that because it's like they're trying to blend with society again I guess mm-hmm. and you see that in like a lot of me and Megan have talked about this before the displacement of the Mandalorians and you know what they've been through as like a whole um versus what we see like in the real world like with societies cultures peoples that have been uh misplaced by you know war and you know horrible things like that and it's like it's very similar and it's like either in a lot of situations it's adapt or die and mm-hmm. that's really what this uh, this uh show shows you and yeah. that these Mandalorians are trying to live a different a separate way and trying to keep their culture intact um while they're you know other uh, members of their society have not been so lucky these guys have been holding on and yeah. turns out I guess not anymore is what happens but it's the way the armorer says it it's not as if that's an entirely a bad thing the way she said it like because I felt like I would it wasn't because like okay t- taking your mask off for a Mandalorian is like shameful from what I yeah mean. And to me, it wasn't as if she was, like, disproving that they did that or condescending or anything like that. It was more like they did it, you know, because they had to. And, they, you know, now they're they're free. You know, they're, they're out there blending with society. You know, they're still not free in that aspect. But, I mean, they're, they're out, you know. And it's like, that's interesting. Like, I don't really, I'm still trying to figure out how to interpret that. You can hear how I interpreted it, which was not at all as insightful as yours, (laughs) which was that I was like chilled with her, with the armor's uh, delivery. And I immediately was suspicious and was like, oh no, it's that classic story of someone who, you know, you think is this really good character and is actually like, yeah. So when she's like kneeling later, I thought that I... I th- I had so many like I guess thoughts of what I thought was happening. Like when they show her sitting there later, I was like, at first I was like, what is she doing? This is so sketchy. And then I was like, wait, it's just I don't know why I thought this. I was like, it's just her helmet and her armor, and she's not there. She left, and she's tricking them. And like I don't know, I don't know where I was, where I was going with this. I just felt like in that moment that she um, it just didn't feel like she was trustworthy. And then. I don't know. I don't know. That's the vibe mm. I got. Really? I didn't get yeah. that at all, man. I'm telling all. you, though, I am, like, I either read things, like, 100%, I can, like, predict things really well, but when I'm, like, in real time, I'm not reading them the same way as everyone else, and so I was, like, this isn't trustworthy at all, but maybe it's just because she is so, uh, her delivery is always so, like, straightforward and cold, but not in, like, an unfeeling way. It's just, like, this is the way. I mean, right. she, she is a perfect example of what the Mandalorians are. She's, you know, this is the way. I can see that, definitely. And it's, like, also, to me, she's always existed in kind of at a not outside of the Mandalorians but more of like a like an elevated kind of status I guess because yeah. she is an armor and like she's like 
because like we talked about the how the Mandalorians are their armor, that's their culture. She is the one who makes them, so it's like she's making the culture, you know, goddess type thing that we have going yeah. on here, like creation and all this stuff. And it's like, oh wow, never really thought of that before. Yeah, and I when she's left there, it's like she's the only one there. She is now the sole guardian of this place. Yeah. And is left there and charged with, you know, she begins melting, like, all this stuff, this, um, the armor left over from the other Mandalorians, and she's reforging things, and ends up, um, engraving a signet yeah. for the Mandalorian, and she does end up giving him the, uh, the mudhorn, which I thought was cool, because, you know, he earned it, and it's, even though yeah. he had said he didn't earn it, because an enemy had helped him, the baby, it, she, this one, she sees the baby, and she gets to, it's, it's really cute, like, she, she kind of is like, this is the enemy, she says that, and he's just like, not anymore, <laughs> and it's, it's very cute. Um, it's their, like, it's their mutual thing, too. It's so symbolic and wonderful, and yeah, and that's what, when, ty- you know, that was the crossing point. Oh, yeah. And he receives the signet, and she basically tells him, she's like, congratulations, you're a dad now. <laughs> yes! It's, I loved, I was like, this is, I, in that moment, I was like, um, every, everyone who, like, adores this show is, like, squealing right now, because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's so funny, because we have that Mandalorian chat, the Man-Daddy-Lorian, oh and, God. like... <laughs> In that moment, it became real. I know on Tumblr, whenever I have Mandalorian posts, I just tag, I always put, uh, it's the Mandalorian oh, hashtag, yeah. but it's so true now. It really is. And like, yeah. okay, I, I really took a step back and I like, I thought about it and I rewatched a few episodes too. And it's like, the only other, they always call the baby the child. They don't ever call mm-hmm. it the Mandalorian's child, your child. Mm-hmm. Your kid. Baby Yoda. No, I'm kidding. The only person that actually does say that is another parent. In episode four, it's Omera. She says, your boy. That's and true. You're right. The only person that does that, she's a parent. She's a mother. So yeah. she's like, mother knows, of course. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, this is your child. You can't tell me otherwise, you know? Yeah. Like, single hot dad, I see you. And it's like, um, so it's his kid. And now it's kind of, like, been put there in his face. It's like, hey, quit running from this. You're a dad now. So, you know. This is it is story. branded on you. Your stuff. Literally. He has your necklace. It is what it is. Yep. And so he's now his child, his baby child that he has. I really like that. I really like that moment. Um, I, I really liked learning more about just, like, how they – like how it it's his story again like where he's adopted in um and I think that's so important because like you know how we talk about like we're just not huge fans of Boba Fett and like yes and okay I mean as as, at least speaking for myself I've never really been a huge fan but Mm -hmm. um and even with Clone Wars I still didn't feel that but like now I don't know I guess it's just probably because it's live action so it's for me it like makes them more relatable and makes them more honorable in my eyes because if you're thinking about like the original trilogy 
then, I mean, you're, or even, no, you can think about it in the prequels too. It's a bounty hunter. It's like someone not to be trusted, but this is actually like a beautiful, like symbolic thing where you take someone in and they become your family. Right. Um, I just really appreciated that moment. It made me, you know, delightfully happy. It was really cool. And like, I have a friend who's actually, uh, she was adopted and she absolutely loves the show and she's just like it's me like both I love like, that I'm like oh my god <laughs> and oh she I love that and Maddie that makes my day that it made me so happy hearing that I'm just like oh and like she she absolutely loves it though and it's like again representation is important yeah and it was it made me very happy to, to hear that and Oh, also, when he does receive his signet, we can't forget that he gets his jetpack, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jetpack. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it responds to you. I was like, it's just a jetpack, which, like, obviously I, not. But same. for me, I was like, what's a, it's a, it's a jetpack. Why is I'm this like, so monumental? I'm like, wait a second. It, like, talks or something. Wait, it has a mind. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, hang on. I don't remember. It's got like a kyber crystal in it. But then it's like, okay, maybe the Mandalorians are like, they're really latching on to like, you know, the old ways. So it's like, okay, maybe a jetpack was like something like, you know, really extremely important, you know, because like, you know, I maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, they're cool. And I mean, he finally yeah, got his absolutely jetpack. Cool. Yeah, he flies now. I mean, <laughs> he flies now. <laughs> that's never gonna be uh, that's never gonna get old I'm never gonna stop with that (laughs) no never no but I mean I guess I understand it it's kind of like in the way that um Harry Potter um you know like with the wand how it kind of has a mind of its own and it reacts to you and like um you have to practice with it and I guess it's like that it's harder I guess for me because it's a piece of technology so it's harder for me to understand it and feel that connection so I still was like this is silly right um, that it has like it you know it has to respond to you so maybe that's my only like qualm with uh with that scene I don't know maybe maybe over time it'll make more like it'll be more meaningful for me I just thought it was funny because she basically told him that you need to like train with it and like (laughs) like an hour a day or whatever yeah and then a few scenes later He's flying around on it. I'm like, I know. Whoa. I was like, well, he's just, he's, like, he's Harry Potter. But he, he wasn't anything. flying extremely well. So no. remember that. So yeah, he, it wasn't perfect. So, you know, he still needs lessons. <laughs> and it's like 20 setups a day. <laughs> you have to make sure you bathe it. Take care of it. Sleep with it. Tuck it in. Sleep with it. <laughs> it's like the egg project. Make sure it gets so. to bed by 10 p.m. or else. <laughs> and they end up escaping the uh pit area sewer area where they're at via a lake of fire uh, can, can, can we can we just I'm, are you mentally picturing that droid right now because i am i am that was like a fever dream for me as someone who thrives off of that kind of chaotic energy when i saw that that was when I like actually I didn't scream scream but I made this sound like ah, like I couldn't I could not handle it 
I couldn't handle it. I still can't. I need like a figure, like an action figure of it, but I also am fearful. It's terrifying. You know what it reminded me of? I it reminded me of the baby head spider from uh, Toy Story <gasps> One. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes! And oh was, my god! It was nice too, like the baby head spider. So you know. <laughs> Sure, Nettie. No, that's, that's so right. I was trying to figure out like where I was trying to figure out like why is it so familiar? There, that and also me. Spider Legs Mall from Clone Wars. No, but there's something. There's like a piece of art. Some some artist out there like was drawing like it's. It, I think it was like Pokemon. What are the the Diglets? And so they look like oh, so yeah. cute and normal above the ground. And then underneath they're all like buff and stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah. it's just jarring. That's what this was. I don't know. This was so jarring to me. And I mean, I'm sure that like y'all could go into mythology and the, I, I can't pronounce um, his C-H-A-R-O-N. My mom and I were watching Jeopardy. Neither of us uh, said his name, right? The Ferryman, like for the underworld. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, um. That was the imagery that I got. Yeah, I didn't like know how river. it tied in, but mm-hmm. it reminded yeah. me of I was like river sticks. That's what we're on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know what the point was, but yes. Yeah. I no, always, I, I got that vibe too, because it's like it's very underworld looking because like they're literally underground and then they come to this river and it's like, oh. And again, because I thought of that river sticks, you know, there are dead souls in the river. So I'm just like, somebody's gonna right. die. Uh, you don't want any you don't want any of them to die um and you especially don't want the character that you this very episode are you know it's just so funny because like they really hyped his character up and after the first episode i was like what is the point why were we so so yeah and it it took forever for him to come back and then you love him only to lose him and it's this prolonged descent into redemption um much. yeah and, and it just it's so painful to watch that was so painful and it really <sighs> is and i talked with megan about this but it's when they get to the front of the um of the river thing and then they see the troopers up there hiding and this is and when ig11 tells them that you know they need to go ahead that he'll hold them off the Mandalorian is like telling him like, you know, no, like don't do that. Like, you know, we'll get a way out. And he's just like, yeah. my primary yeah, function is to care for this child. This child's not going to survive unless I do this. There's no other way around this. Yeah. And he tells him, he's like, I detect uh, sadness in your voice. And he's like, no, you don't. Oh. Yes, I do. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and I'm just like, he's literally dying and like he died already yeah when the first time that he did this it's he's sacrificing himself for the child yeah i have always seen ig11 as a kind of parallel to the mandalorian himself um because me and megan talked about this a lot but how he literally died and was reprogrammed it's like it's your programming you know to kill yeah or was it the mandalorians you know the same way they were both literally reprogrammed it's because and, you know they are how they share this thing with this child and it's like now they're caretakers for it and in this instance the ig unit as like a parent caregiver to the child is going to do 
is ready to sacrifice everything to save the kid. Yeah. And I don't like any, you know, parent would be. And it is horribly sad because it's like yeah. it's a mirror to the Mandalorian himself and what he's gone through and how many times figuratively, you know, his old self has like figuratively died. <laughs> like all this time like there's just been like this no it's a reprogramming death, like, a rebirth, He's come to... reprogramming kind yeah. of yeah thing that's been going on with him this whole time and this is like the final descent it almost reminded me of the way that happened I was just like he's going in the water. It's not water though. I'm just like, he's going in the water and he's going to die. In Christianity, we have this thing called baptism where, you know, get dunked under the water. And you come yes. Back yes. Person. That much. I know that much. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I'm explaining it to the other people who might not know, but, um, yes, fair, fair. Yeah. And it's like the, the theory for that is you go under the water and your old self dies. You come up and you know, you're a new person. Oh, I didn't know that part. It, yeah. That's what it is. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and when you come back up you're a new person and to me it was kind of that but at the same time it's ig as having been like the same thing the mandalorian was is kind of like a symbol for his past life because you know he still is physically like an assassin droid kind of thing yeah like, symbolically is like down there and dies saves a child but the mandalorian is the one that comes out of the cave area and it's like huh he's the one that you know comes out on the other side and i'm like okay i feel like that was intentional <laughs> um and then they end up fighting them all off and you know they end up being okay but moff gideon shows up and all this other crazy stuff happens they shoot him down he dies or so you think this is yet another yet another uh time where some i swear it just aligns so perfectly with rise of skywalker it's that same thing where like the tie fighter just goes bouncing away and explodes and i mean it's like because of that um i was like oh no he's fine we know now um yeah yeah, I wish I could. Ex I wish I could um, describe the showdown in the air more eloquently, but um, I don't. I'm not good at that. As far as uh, battle scenes, like it's a lot of fighting. It really is shooting, and then pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially I mean, it. There's not much to say about that part. No, that part no, in particular. no, no. Like right after, yes, but not during that part. And the Mandalorian lands back down. He descends gracefully on his chest. I know. This is Florida. I'm just like. <laughs> just watching it. It just so looks funny to me. It looks comical. It's so funny looking. I don't know why. It's not in a bad way. It's no. Just... Yeah. And it's, it's hilarious. And he lands back. And then they end up all getting to part ways. And it's. I didn't like that. <laughs> you didn't like that? No. I like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of like the gang is together uh, mm. kind of thing. I like when, like I, uh, it, like, it's the same in literature. I don't like when characters have, I mean, it's necessary to the story um, to have that 
those climactic moments, even the small ones, or like having conflict. Um, but I get very like once the band is together, then I want the band to stay together. I don't like separations, even though we know we'll see those characters again. Especially with, you know, they're definitely not gonna. Um, have they filmed? They haven't. Have they started filming season two? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Are in, they in the middle of it. I, actually, it's in pre-production. I don't. Last I heard, I don't know about filming. Okay. I think yeah. that would start soon, though. Yeah. Well, because I was, you know, you'll see them again, be, especially because they can gauge our reactions to it, and you know, bringing right. characters that we right. love. But I still wanted them to say. I just did see the motivation of like, yeah, I'm just gonna stay here and play. I don't know. It just seemed like a very and well, because it. I agree, but at the same time, it kind of made sense to me because obviously, Groove Carter wasn't gonna leave. Um, I felt like no. I think it was Caradine that I was like, okay, that. And what I was gonna say about that is, I feel like that kind of you know what he does tell her that he has you know work for her and like a place for her to belong there in the in that town now. And I feel like yeah. maybe I don't feel like that'll be a permanent thing. No, no, no. I don't mm-hmm. think so. I think it was just in that moment I was uh, like... Yeah, because mm. Mandalorian is presumably now off to find whatever... Yeah, his, I don't the know. Species. I, I, we're finally going to learn what that is species it, is. Like the species or like his kind, like species as in like his kind as in... Yeah, well, because we don't know what... Yo- we don't know what Yoda and Yaddle are. Um right we don't we we never that's like one of the biggest mysteries is that we don't know what their species are like homeworld or anything um do you think we're actually gonna find that out that would be yeah no i think so i don't know why not because it's a huge like i think it'll i could definitely i could definitely see them pulling it out um that or he never finds a whole planet of just little yoda oh god and they all talk the same and they all have Y names. So the child must have its name must start with a Y. Maybe. Um, well, Yoda. Or maybe it's Yaddle. just happenstance that Yoda and Yaddle had the same. It's Wait. like poetry, it rhymes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yoda, Yaddle. Yo, Yodaddle. Yogurt. <laughs> Yogurt. <laughs> Yogurt. Or how, what if his name is like Tim or something? Like. <laughs> Like, um, Jerry, yeah, or like, my name is Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> I hope so. Oh my god, I hope I so. am. I'm Jerry or Robert. You can call me Bob, <laughs> Bob, <laughs> or it's a girl, and we were wrong all along. Yeah, I was talking. Okay, I was talking to my brother about that the other day. I'm like, what if plot twist it's not a it's boy? A, yeah, and it's just the, the baby actually cracks him one day. I'm that boy. I'm girl. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, I'm girl. <laughs> something like I, that. Like, we, we or, instantly labeled this child as male. Well, because the scientist guy. Yeah, that's true. And then from well, that point on, everybody started, in the show, started calling it him. I think that it's also just, like, default. I mean, all of, like, stuffed animals for me are always, like, boy names too anyway i don't know that's like it's just like cute i don't know it's just cute that way i don't ever really think about it i was just like and i didn't even think about it when like the baby showed up i was just like what gender is it i I wasn't really thinking that i was just more like 
baby. <laughs> precious. I, well, I think I was thinking that just because like after, well, cause I taught preschool for a year and it's so interesting to see like what, I mean, that's a whole other discussion, but mm. um, just seeing like what they, I, that would be such a big plot twist. If it right? was a girl, but. I would love that. Oh my God. It's like when I learned Hello Kitty is not a cat, it is a human. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? You didn't, you didn't know that? Yeah. No. Like a couple years, yeah, like a couple years ago, um, Mr. Sanrio, whatever his name is, um, <laughs> came out and said that like, no, Hello Kitty is a, it's like a little girl. So they're furries? I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me, but Hello Kitty is not a cat. But it has a tail. Anyway. It's, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, welcome. Welcome to our Hello Kitty podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Species. This is, Hello Kitty is this, is, this kitty. is what happens. This is what happens when you get women in Star Wars. Um <laughs> get these yep. kinds of tangents. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so they go their separate ways and that's okay. We know that we know that we're gonna see them again together. Oh yeah. And then that's it, the end. No more. Or, or wait. So as no. and the baby fly off in the jetpack, um, as do we see the same shot of, you know, the Mandalorian when he was a kid being carried off by the other Mandalorian. We see the same of the baby yeah. by the Mandalorian. Super cute parallel. And they fly off. All is finished and done until the camera pans down to the wreckage of a TIE fighter. And in that moment, I said, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, see, I, I was like, it. I was ready because it had been spoiled. Mm. You know, I was I, so angry. I hadn't been spoiled, so I no, you're was so lucky. Not Maddie. prepared, but let me tell you, you're so lucky. Okay, so if you guys listened to the last episode we had for had Fernando Mythos, remember how I was speculating that this guy Moff Gideon was an Inquisitor because his costume was very Inquisitor-like, and he had a very special interest in that child. I'm definitely going to hold on to that. <laughs> because, wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Like, as soon as that thing just started cutting through the side of that tie, I heard the noise, and I'm just like, it's a lightsaber. You know. It's a lightsaber. But then the thing pokes through, and I'm like, oh my god and i'm like starting to scream over there me and my brother are my mom and dad are just like what (laughs) (laughs) they're like they're like it's a lightsaber but like why and they're just like like we keep saying they're like what's a dark saber and we literally had like a 30 minute conversation like (laughs) like, okay this is what it is this is what it does this is where it's from and i was literally oh my gosh I'm, i'm still shook that that happened like i would love to be there how did, <laughs> how did he get it like the last person that had it was Bo-Katan and she had it to unite the clans of mandalore all was peaceful all was well everything was fine and now this guy has it and like it's not fine nettie not fine now what happened to Bo-Katan? <laughs> if she makes an appearance in this show and yoinks that uh saber back I'm it's Bryce Dallas out. Howard. She had red hair, right? Ooh. <laughs> Picture her from like Jurassic World and the short hair. There you go. Oh my god. 
I'd freak out. Especially because, like, I love the show. Um, like, I love the show because none of the characters are like young, young. You know, like everyone's mm-hmm. a bit older. Yeah. So it would just be so nice to see that. Like, I want to see Bryce Dallas Howard now. Dude, I had thought looks of just that. Like now her. that's what I want. Yeah, really. Dude, I'll do that. I'll do that for celebration. Maybe I'd have to cut my hair. I've actually dressed up as her before, and I had to pin my hair like to make That's it look cool. like fake short. No, oh, I would man. love to see her. I love, I love her so much, and it would be so fun to see her in that. Who knows? I mean, I have no predictions for season two. I'm excited. I'm oh excited. no, I'm so excited. And like, I'm, I scared. have a lot I'm of scared. questions. I am too. <laughs> I have really a lot scared. of questions, but it's like we'll have like a. a as it gets a little, maybe in like a few weeks, we'll have like an actual discussion. Like I'd like to get a few more of us together and possibly yeah. another voice on here to talk about this. Um, because I want to know, like, you know, going forward, what we think might happen, but I'm just going to say like, you know, it's like from what they've set up here, it seems kind of, seems kind of obvious that that guy Moff Gideon is going to be the, the, bad. the antagonist. And mm-hmm. then you have the Mandalorian going to find, you know, trying to relocate the baby, trying to find, you know, where it can belong, yeah. where it can stay. If that's going to actually happen, I don't know. Um, we'll yeah. see how that happens. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm 50-50 on uh, this show. It pleasantly surprised me. And with Disney, I feel like I'm desensitized in a way to where I can predict a lot of the choices that they're going to make. Yeah. But the show is so well written that I, I mean, they really could go either route um, because the whole point of the show, it's really, I mean, it really is testing your like, like what you think are like the bad guys and what the stereotypes are and how everybody has these full circle, like these full arcs. Um, right. I mean, I want to, I want to learn more about Moss Gideon too. Like, I'm just so interested. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so interested in every single character. So I, I don't know. I, like I said, I normally, I can predict. I predicted a lot of Rise of Skywalker, but I cannot predict this show. I have no idea what route they're going to take. And that's really, really cool. Yeah. It's refreshing. Like, it's fun to just sit back and wait. But yeah. So I suppose that wraps up this episode. Yeah. Unless you had anything more to say about it. Um, I think I've said I love the Mandalorian like a thousand times already. So me too. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> no, I. It was a bright spot. Oh yeah, the show has been just such a delight. It really has. And yeah. so, looking forward to the future now. Um, like I said, we will. We are all going to try to get together and have a sensible discussion about <laughs> episode nine that I Skywalker as much as sensible as we can. Yeah. Um, Cause like, you know, like we don't want to put anything out there that's like either completely dogging it or completely praising it because it deserves neither. No. <laughs> it deserves neither. Uh, yeah. That's but, a good point. And it's like, so we just, we're trying to, you know, process things and like as they come in and also trying to, you know, get yeah. together. Um, but coming up, Star Wars wise, we have next year, which is right around the corner. Um, we True. have Clone Wars. Very much so. Clone Wars is coming in February. That's true. Already. And that'll be really soon. And I actually Thank have goodness. a really I have a very special guest that's actually gonna be coming on for a Clone Wars, a really 
awesome friend of mine and she is a Clone Wars fanatic. And we will talk about uh, that before it comes out, but we'll, I don't, how, how are the episodes being released for that? Do you remember? Mm-mm. For Clone Wars? Now they do, they're being released all at once. It's they? a short season. Yeah. So I almost want to think that they, hmm. Are they if they're smart, them? they'll stagger them. I would like it if they would stagger it, but at the same time, yeah. I wouldn't because they're short episodes. They're not. It'll Did, almost be have like they given us the runtime. I mean, I would assume they're going to be like around twenty minutes, which is what they usually yeah, are. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. But I don't know. We'll see. And after Clone Wars, there's not much going on until August Star Wars Celebration, and we're going to. Hopefully, find out more plans for the future, Star Wars wise. Ryan's I would love to know what's going on with Obi Wan. Um, Ry- that and Ryan's trilogy. <laughs> I would love to know. More I like. I never talk about how big of like an Obi Wan fan I am, and so and I'm Same. just been like waiting and wait like oh I, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting and you know we've heard nothing which isn't a bad thing um right. it means that they're being hush hush about it or they haven't started filming I don't think they've started so I'm um hopeful it's 2021 that going, so yeah they're going, probably in pre-production I, still I think I'm just anxious about it um and just you know I want it now um listen I think, Deborah Chow is working on it she knows what she's doing. It's going to be great. I agree. You're right. <laughs> it's um, going to be great. I will say, I think we're going to start hearing more about, like, once we uh, go into since 2020, literally is right around the corner. I think we're going to hear some more after the, um, at least the earnings call um, about uh, the next possibly. plans. And then definitely um, celebration. Yeah. Assuming I get a ticket because I still don't. <laughs> You can do it. You can do it. All right. But the future is looking. Oh yeah, no, I'll be there. I just I'll be outside the uh, convention center waving at everyone. Yeah, you're getting in. As, um, we'll smuggle you in. Dressed up as um, Sheev. This person. Or as Bespin. As I keep saying, I'm going to be Cloud City. Literally, just a floating city. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But other than that, yeah, and then Mandalorian will come out. Next season will come out next yeah. So we have quite a bit to look forward to. Um, but, you know, show-wise, there's going to be that. And then presumably there are also Star Wars is, again, working on an unnamed animated series thing that we still don't know about yet, but we've heard about for a, a little while. Oh, um, and then we'll learn more about um, Project... Um, Illuminous. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens with all that. Yeah. Um, and other than that, I think that's, yeah, that might not be all, but I think that's all we have to say. <laughs> no, I think that's probably it right now. We're, like yeah. I said, we're in the lull time right yeah. now. So, yeah. And that's okay. That's all right. All right. So, that was an awesome discussion. Thank you so much for joining me, Molly. Um, can you of tell course. everyone where they can find you uh, on Twitter? You can find me under my covers, just curled up in bed. No, um, you can find okay. me at <laughs> you can find me at Darth Molly, but it's spelled M A U L L I E, and I've got you can't miss me. I've got um, I've got Raylo holding clarinets as my photo. 
you, you can't miss it. Definitely can't miss her. And I, on the <laughs> other hand, and am at Nettie underscore Nerf Herder um, online. And I have uh, Mando and Child. Um, but except it's like, you know, it's supposed to be Virgin Mary holding the child, but I just photoshopped the face. <laughs> That's my icon for now. Um, it changes weekly. So you can find me there. You can also find our other members on at Women OT Will's page. We're all listed underneath there. You can find our links there. You can uh, listen to this podcast pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. Um, also, please be sure to leave us a review, rate us, review us on iTunes. Um, that helps other people find us on other platforms and not just iTunes podcasts. Um, other than that, I believe that is all that we have to say. So signing off, I am Nettie. And I'm Molly. And this is the way. This is the way. And we'll see you next time. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.